Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman. Welcome to Directional Bible Ministries. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Today we're going to continue our study in the book of Galatians. Let's see, last time we were together, as you can see, I'm starting to put up the written studies uh, on the website. I've also got a link here to Spotify. And if you just click that link, it'll take you over to uh, the podcast. Yesterday when we were together, we looked at session six and we got down to uh, chapter two and verse number one. So chapter two and verse number one. So let's go ahead and look at our notes today. Chapter two, uh, verse number one of the book of Galatians. So let me just pick up there. Uh, chapter two, verse number one in my notes here. Um Got quite a few notes. <laughs> um, sorry, I didn't have this ready before we started there. Okay, chapter 2 and verse number 1. Again, this chapter is the first time that Paul mentions that he received the mystery. So, at least to me, uh, Paul makes it pretty clear here uh, that he had not received it prior to his visit to Jerusalem and travels into Syria and Cilicia. So, uh, historically, Paul had went into Arabia uh, for three years. He came back and visited with Peter for uh, 15 days, and uh, he also saw James. And then from there now, he's launching out. Uh, he launched out into Syria and Cilicia. So, now we see in verse number one, then 14 years after that, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and I took Titus with me also. So this would have been uh, 52 AD. And what Paul is beginning to detail here is the Jerusalem council. And notice Barnabas and Titus were with him. And we talked last time together that Barnabas was a kingdom believer. Uh, who was there uh, when Peter approved, not Peter, but Paul approved the stoning of Stephen. So Titus, on the other hand, was a Gentile convert who was under the grace gospel. And we know this because he refused to be circumcised in verse number three. So had he been a proselyte, uh, into Judaism, he would have voluntarily submitted himself to circumcision. So he was not. He was a grace believer, and he refused to be circumcised. And, of course, the meeting that he's referring to is commonly referred to as the Jerusalem Council that occurred in Acts chapter number 15. So notice in verse number 2, And I went up by revelation and communicated unto them that gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately, which were a reputation, but privately to them which were a reputation, lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. So notice it says that he went up where? He went up to Jerusalem. And we talked about this in one of our studies. You always go uh, up to Jerusalem. You always go up um, to Jerusalem. So he says he went up by revelation to Jerusalem. Now, Luke also mentioned this in Acts chapter 15, verse number 2. Luke was the writer of Acts, narrator, if you will. 
And he said, when therefore Paul and Barnabas had no dis- small dissension in Acts 15.2 um, and disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and the elders in regards to this question. And of course, we know that what the question was in Luke chapter number 15 and verse number one. Uh, and certain men which were come down from Judea taught the brethren and said, except you be circumcised after the manner of Moses, you cannot be saved. So that's what we call the Judaizers. They were those, uh, um, they were Jewish, and they believed that in order to be saved, they must first come under Mosaic law, starting with circumcision. And then verse number two, which we just read, therefore Paul and Barnabas had no, had no small dissension and disputation with them, and they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others with them should go to Jerusalem unto the apostles about this question. So what's the question? The question is regard to circumcision. Do these new uh, grace believers have to be circumcised like the kingdom believers were having to be circumcised. So that's the question. Um, now, where we run into a little bit of a conflict here, it says he went up by revelation. Uh, so the question is, did God tell them to go, or did the assembly at Antioch tell them to go? Uh, because uh, when we look at this, it says that they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other with them should go to Jerusalem unto the apostles. But here it says that they went up by revelation. So what exactly does that mean? The issue is the wording of the King James. So when we we look here, when it says they went, they determined that Paul and Barnabas should go and others with them, Again, the, the, the Acts 15.2 account seems to say that they were sent by the assembly, and the Galatians verse number two uh, seems to say that they went up by revelation. Seems to be two different things. So look in Galatians chapter two, verse number two. And again, I want you to notice the difference in how this verse is translated. And, and I went up by revelation and communicated unto them. So the NIV translates it, and I went in response to a revelation and set before them the gospel. So I went in, a, in response to a revelation. Uh, the New American Standard says, and it was because of a revelation that I went up. So... I believe that it just means that that the church at Antioch did send them, uh, just as it says in Acts 15, 2. But the subject was the revelation. because And what was the revelation? The revelation of the mystery. So in uh, the New American Standard, Galatians 2, 2, and it was because of a revelation that I went up. And the NIV says... I went in response to a revelation. So I believe if you put script, you compare scripture with scripture, what it's saying here is that they went at the behest of the assembly because of the revelation. Uh, 
the revelation of the mystery. And of course, this will be the first time that Paul is going to share that mystery with the twelve. And again, if he had shared it with Peter 15 years earlier, what would be the point of him having to go back and share it again? He didn't share it with Peter uh, the first time that he was there in Jerusalem. That's the only, only thing you can walk away with there. So notice he says, I went in response to, let's get back to the KJV, I went up to Jerusalem by revelation and communicated unto them that gospel, unto them that gospel which I preach among the Gentiles. That is the first, this is the first time in the Bible that we see clearly that Paul's gospel that he preached to the Gentiles was different than the gospel that Peter and the others preached to the Jews. So he says, I went up by revelation and communed unto him that gospel which I preach among the Gentiles. Um, clearly, the, he's differentiating between his gospel that he had received as a result of the revelation and the gospel that the twelve were preaching. Now, bear in mind that this council in Acts 15 occurs 19 years after Pentecost, 19 years after Pentecost. Um, I, you know, I stand amazed at how many in the body of Christ refuse to recognize that these two gospels were different. They were different. Think about it. Why would Paul take the time to visit the 12 if they were teaching the same thing? Uh, there was still the kingdom gospel that the 12 were teaching, which was under the law. And now Paul's new gospel, grace gospel, that he was preaching, which was apart from the law that did not require circumcision. So notice also in the verse it says, but privately to them which were of reputation. So he's going up to Jerusalem. He's communicating this gospel that he's preaching to the Gentiles privately to those who were of reputation. Of course, those who are reputation is a reference to the 12, to the 12 apostles. Uh, and notice that he did it privately. Uh, why is that so important? No doubt this was to avoid a riot in the city. Um, there would have been a riot. I mean, people would have went nuts. Understand that all the persecution that Paul received was not from the body of Christ. It was from the king, the either the the Jews believing or unbelieving. It was from the, those who had, you know, uh, uh, had accepted or not accepted the kingdom gospel. All of his persecution came from the Jews. It didn't come from the body of Christ. And also, I pointed this out a couple of times, Paul never persecuted the body of Christ. Never. He persecuted the Jews. He persecuted the believing Jews. So his conflicts was always with the Jews, never with the body of Christ. Now notice in verse number three, but neither Titus who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. Now, this verse is parenthetical in that it is a reference back to Acts 15.1 when they came in and said that they needed to be circumcised to be saved. Um, 
So it's parenthetical. Uh, they said, except you be circumcised after the manner of Moses, you cannot be saved. But neither Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. So obviously, Paul was teaching that it was not necessary to be circumcised uh, at that point, which means that he would have obviously received the mystery, uh, which was the body of Christ that was no longer under the law that was made up of both Jew and Gentile prior to Acts chapter 15, verse number one, or they would not have confronted him on it. And I think the very first time in the book of Acts that Paul lays out the grace gospel is in chapter number 13. Uh, that's uh, why um, people get confused with the term mid-Acts. Uh, when I say that I am a mid-Acts, uh, I have a mid-Acts view of the church, I don't believe the church started in Acts chapter number 2. Uh, there was no Gentiles there. There were proselytized Gentiles, which means they were in Judaism, but there were not Gentiles there. The church did not start until Paul received the revelation of the church, and Paul would have been the first convert into that church that we call the body of Christ. Remember last time, they're in the vine, we're in the body. Um, uh, we, he is the head of the body. Uh, so, uh, obviously, by the time Paul Somewhere between, I believe, somewhere between 13, well, you got to say somewhere between chapter 9 and chapter 13 of the book of Acts, Paul received this revelation. So the point is, this is parenthetical. Uh, Titus, being a Greek, a Gentile, was not compelled to be circumcised so that he could be saved because he was saved under the grace gospel. Then notice in verse number four, and that because of false brethren unawares brought in who came in privily to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. So the false brethren, that's the ones that was he referenced back in Acts chapter 15, verse number one, uh, they were the ones that came in and was saying that the Gentiles that were coming to faith uh, needed to submit to the law of circumcision to be saved, thus bringing them back into bondage uh, the way Paul saw it. Uh, they, unlike many in the church today, realized that Paul's message was different than the twelve, and they realized that. Because Paul was preaching, you don't have to be circumcised. You don't have to obey the law of Moses to be saved. So that means that the 12 were teaching <laughs> that you needed to be circumcised and keep the law of Moses. Um, Paul will go on to say in Galatians 1, I mean Galatians chapter 5, we'll get over there, stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. That's referring to the Mosaic law. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if you be circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. Why? Because you're no longer walking by faith. You're no longer living in the grace gospel, but you're trying to combine works with faith, faith and you end up with something that is not good news at all. You end up with something that is not a gospel at all. And he says, For I testify again to every man that is circumcised, he is a debtor to keep 
the whole law. In other words, you can't pick and choose what parts of the law you will and will not obey. You either take it all as a whole or you don't take it at all. Christ has become of no effect to you. Why? Because you've rejected his grace that he's offered. Whosoever you are that are just, are whosoever of you are justified by the law. In other words, you're trying to find your justification instead of in the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You're trying to find your justification in the law. And he says, you've fallen from grace. In other words, that's no longer grace. It's either works or it's grace. It's one or the other. It's not both. For we, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness. How? By faith, not by works. So unlike what the Seventh-day Adventists and many others today teach, you either keep the whole law or no law at all. Uh, And finally, the fact that he refers to them as false brethren uh, implies a bit of what I would call uh, chicanery. Uh, In other words, they had infiltrated the group, pretending to be them, and then when they found out what they were teaching or verified what they were teaching, they sought to correct them. They were not there to be part of the fellowship. They were there to spy out their liberty. They were there to spy out their liberty. So we see there in that final verse, uh, chapter number, uh, verse number four, and because of false brethren, unawares brought in who came in privately, why? To spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might try to put us back into bondage again. That's what these guys were doing at that time. They were spying out. And I have a note here about the Greek and that word spy. Let's see what I was thinking about at the time. To spy out is, that is to inspect insidiously. (laughs) Uh, They were coming in to inspect it. Uh, And of course, they passed judgment and said, you guys need to be circumcised if you're going to be saved. So they were trying to put them back into bondage again. So we'll wrap up there today. God bless you guys. I hope that you have a great day. And remember that God loves you, wants the best for you, and is working all things out for your good.